Stephen, I have run into an issue with media that needs to be addressed, and uh, I know you can't fix it, but I, I feel like I need a sounding board on this, okay. right? So uh, my wife and I have been watching the newest season of Only Murders in the Building, season three. Right, that's and, out. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, a, it's a show about podcasts, you know, and uh, murders right. as well, but, you know, podcasting is, is there. But the way people podcast on that show is nowhere near accurate for how us mm. real podcasters podcast, you know? There's no... Oh, yeah. There's no, like, actual studio. At, at one point, uh, there's a, a returning character who's sitting at a desk speaking into a, like, gold microphone while the, the person across from them is behind glass. And I know, like, some of the, like, larger podcast studios do right. that, like uh, This American Life mm-hmm. or whatever. But, like... But they're supposed to be a small podcast, okay. right? Like, they just started as friends in an apartment building. Yeah. But, like, when they get together, sometimes they have, like, a giant, um, like, living room they stand in that's up on a step. And then there's a microphone hanging down as Mm -hmm. if someone's getting ready to scream, let's get ready to rumble. Mm -hmm. And uh, they just narrate without any issues. There's no, uh, oh, fuck, I've... I flubbed. Right, right, right. Can we we take it over again? Oh, I stopped recording. I stopped recording for no reason. (laughs) Hold on. Let's go back to it. Internet issues. Uh Yeah. And there's no no scene where they're like, the episode is about to release, Mm -hmm. and they're just like blocked with, how do I write this episode description? What fucking hashtags do I have to put in this goddamn thing? Do I have to put spaces in the hashtag? Does that help? Or no, I don't. Or not, right. Yeah. There's not a follow-up the next day of them making social media posts, like having to find artwork from Google (laughs) to like, it's like, oh, fuck. The Getty Images uh, watermark (laughs) is on here. How do I get around this? Oh, fuck. But uh, it it doesn't really like I know they're trying to solve a murder, but I feel like the truest crime of that Mm. series is just like nonchalantly recording a podcast and just like, oh, I guess like millions of people accidentally listen to it or whatever. Yeah, I think the fact is that they get so many listeners right away. I feel like what, what should have happened in a realistic show is that they would have had three seasons of the actual TV show, and that's when people uh-huh. would start listening to their podcast. Right. <laughs> and the other ones wouldn't have had any listeners at all. That's the thing that makes me upset. Yes. Or, yeah. or wait, are we doing it wrong? Are we doing it? Is that what happened? Uh-oh. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need to have a TV show. Is that the problem? Maybe we need a TV show. Maybe, Maybe we need Steve Martin need and Martin Short. Fuck. Maybe that's, that's where, where we, we went wrong. wrong. Wow. Are, like, together, are we like one Selena Gomez? I think. I'm brown. Um, yeah. You're you're pleasant to listen to, so I, I think, like, somewhere in there. <laughs> somewhere in there, we we're Selena Gomez. <laughs> well, with that, we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent, and we're not Selena Gomez. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. We can't help you with that, bud. Uh, well, let's talk about stuff. Guess what? Today is another pop culture catch-up episode. Uh, we haven't done one in a while. We both have a huge backlog, but also, for convenience sake, uh, we have limited time today. Right. So, I don't know. I deal with just it. Just deal with it, I suppose. It's going to be you a know? good one. I feel like mm-hmm. we are in a good mood. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> we're we're going we're gonna to get through it. It's going to be fun for everybody. <laughs> We've both been punchy recently. Right. You and I have talked off the exactly. podcast. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So we're just nice to we're be gonna back. make it through it. Right. Yes. Uh, yes. I'm yeah. getting over my sickness. We're doing these in mm-hmm. preparation for weeks that you and I are both on vacation. Yes. So, uh, yes. This is like a, an off day, but it feels like a right day, you know? So. Absolutely. And Stephen, look, uh, this is the first episode of September. And then after September, 
Oh my god, it's October, dude! It's I'm spooky season. I'm into it already. Did we talk about that already? Oh I've been watching horror movies for like three weeks. I'm about to be into it. Hell like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about some stuff. I read online that all of the Friday the Thirteenth movies is getting ready Ooh. to hit max, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay. I, okay. I wanted to ask you about that. Um, yeah. Spoiler. Uh, I'm going to say, I don't know if we mentioned it before, but you and I are planning mm-hmm. on doing the first Friday the 13th movie on Friday the 13th. Well, I guess, yeah, Friday the 13th uh, mm-hmm. for this this upcoming October. Um, are you, because I know you, you do these trilogies mm-hmm. that you end up watching like six or seven movies sometimes. Uh, are you going to watch all of them or is that your plan? <laughs> I don't know that I could pull that off. Okay. Um, I didn't know. I, I am very much uh, looking forward to it. Uh, what I will probably do is try to watch the first three okay. because that's when you get like classic Jason. Right. Showing up, right? Yeah. So it's a good I think first that's trilogy. what I'm going to do okay. for, for that episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also, given my history of it, I also watched those first three for a long time and only in the last few mm. years attempted the uh, the Tommy Jarvis trilogy, which is like four, five, six. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And those became my favorites, but I liked that I had a, a, a time in between um, to kind mm-hmm. of get there. And they're my favorites almost because they're not great, but they're more 80s fun. Um, mm. so yeah, I wondered if you went all one, one go, it might be too much for you. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, that would, would be probably a lot to, um, bite off and chew. Mm-hmm. I know they're like maybe an hour and a half long just for they're like budgetary reasons. And because, uh, most schlock movies are respectful of time, mm-hmm. if anything, you know? So, uh, I mean, it's, it's possible. Fuck, I'm going to have to fucking do it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I can. I don't think I can, but like, uh, definitely the, those first three, uh, matter of fact, uh, for that episode, if, uh, if you're able to, I would say if you're, if you're down to watch those, oh yeah. Uh, one, two, and three. Why don't we just do that? That's you know? a good idea. Uh, I'm totally down yeah. for that because I don't watch them very often. I have seen mm-hmm. four, five, and six, and seven. Uh, very like last week, I watched them. Uh, I also <laughs> watched Friday the Thirteenth, two thousand nine, the the remake, which is terrible, but I for some reason really like it. Uh, it's been mm-hmm. it's been fun in the last few years. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say it right now that I watched uh, Jason Takes Manhattan. Uh, part eight for the first time like two days ago when i was sick uh it was one of Mm -hmm. i watched like i don't know i have a list of them here i watched like 12 movies over like three days uh because i had so much time on my hands just sitting in bed Mm -hmm. trying trying to sleep and couldn't and uh Mm -hmm. yeah that one was uh was interesting i am trying to get through jason goes to hell right now uh and it's terrible uh and it's really hard to get through so that one's interesting but uh yeah i'll definitely hit up the uh you know one through three at some point okay for, I mean, for we'll, that we'll thing, put that yeah. on the books we'll we'll, we'll definitely make that, that happen great. because i that's like one of the major horror franchises we have not covered and you on this have podcast, not seen it, it needs to be rectified any of them is that right well i mean inside freddy versus uh, no, jason but have you seen i mean <laughs> like when you get to perfection right off the bat like you know why why bother going why bother? Uh, backwards uh but now i'm i'm, I'm fully into it um i'm in the middle of like watching a different movie right now that's not horror related uh-huh. uh but yeah, after that, you know, after my vacation and everything, right. I have a feeling it's going to sink its claws in me. And, I, you know, the thing I love about horror movies mm-hmm. is and the time we're living in now is they come out all year long. Yeah. And then they're in theaters all year long. And then they're also cycling through the streaming services mm-hmm. all year long as well. So there's constantly like stuff coming out. Right, and right. it's like there's some like quality shit out there. You know, Yeah, you got new Even stuff. The stuff that's great. Yeah, even even the stuff I don't absolutely love, I think is like interesting, you know? Like mm-hmm. I didn't care for Mandy, but mm. 
uh, I'm glad I watched it just because it was so uh, weird, you know? Right. Uh, speaking of um, M word, single name, girl mm-hmm. name uh, movies that I am not really into right now, but I think you were. Can you can you tell me to finish Megan? Megan. Wow. You didn't like it, huh? I I have I, I'm in the, I'm about 20 minutes in. I haven't made it to okay. Megan yet. I, oh, I assume well, when Steven, Megan that's, gets that's there, a problem. It's great, yeah. right? You got to tell me that. It is. Okay. I mean, like I had fun with it. Is uh, myself, our uh, guest on the last episode, Allison, so. and then my wife. Mm-hmm. We went to go see it, and uh, man, I had a blast watching it. Okay. It is very like it's silly. Don't take it too seriously. Sure. I think it's like PG thirteen. Okay, right. There's so, an unrated cut on Amazon Prime oh. right now. I didn't know if I should watch that. If that may be better, but I'm watching the regular one Ooh, right now. I don't know. Okay, but um, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you see that Universal logo at the beginning. Oh, yeah. And you're like, it's going to be good. Okay. We got, we, got, we got fucking hot NOS pumping through <laughs> this theater right now. So what Fair I thought enough. when I saw it, you know? I, yeah. I feel like if I had watched it with you guys, I would be totally into it. And if I had to watch mm-hmm. it all in one go, then I would be totally mm-hmm. into it. But so far, getting up to that point, uh, it is very cheesy to me. Um, like, and Allison mm-hmm. Williams, who I loved in Get Out, um, seems very mm-hmm. cheesy. There, there's a moment in the beginning where uh, she gets, like, her niece has to come live with her because uh, this is, like, the storyline there. Her parents die. Um, she, in a car wreck, she has to go live with her aunt, and then her aunt, like, has this doll Megan she's been making and brings her home. Um, there's a scene where, like, the day after she brings her home, uh, a social welfare chick comes to, like, check on her, and the mm-hmm. scene is so poorly acted. I've tried to watch it, like, four times, and I can't get past oh, it. No. <laughs> and I'm like, I should probably just skip to Megan at this point. I'm really, like, mm-hmm. I'm in the weeds here. Um, I know people mm-hmm. like it and I, I'm like, I'm missing something here. So, uh, yeah. Well, number one in the weeds. Hell yeah, yeah. dude. Uh, <laughs> number two. Uh, yeah, you might just scrub through the social worker scene because I don't really remember who that was at all. So, uh, yeah, you probably skip that. You just know she's like what her function is right, right. for the story. Just there to be a little bit of a nag. And, uh, you know, cause, cause some problems for the family. Yeah. And like, what could possibly happen to her, Steven? I know. Yeah. That's, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. excited for the Megan parts. I feel like I just need to, to, to scrub yeah. through it. But, yeah, I wanted to bring that up since you mentioned Mandy that, you know, one that you weren't really into, uh, but maybe mm-hmm. hoped you were. Uh, I had one of those recently as well. So nice. I'm with you, man. Um, all right. Do you want to just, I mean, we already kind of start. Do you want to go yourself? you want to start? Absolutely. Uh, one thing I want to start with is a manga that I read recently, and I wanted to try to get this in when we were doing Mia's August, but, you know, we're running out of time, having some technical issues on mm-hmm. the last episode. So uh, I didn't, but guess what? Here we is. So I read a uh, manga by Hayao Miyazaki called Shuna's Journey, oh. and this story was actually written, I think, in like 1983 in Japan. And that's when it was published. Um, but it never got an English translation mm. until late last year, oh, wow. in 2022. So it was just released here through first, second in uh, America and, uh, you know, in the West. And uh, so it's available for people to check out. Not quite a comic per se. Like there's some panels in here, but I would say it's more akin to a storybook that has these like beautiful images mm-hmm. in there. But there's also oh, just like text kind of like up at the top. There are a few word balloons here and there, but um, not uh, what I would call a traditional comic. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad I read it because it's just like icing on the cake of Miyazaki. Sure. You know? um, the overall story is the titular Shuna is a uh, a young man who lives in this like 
this town in the the far distant future. Um, it's very like barren there. They have trouble growing crops. He hears that there's a a, a way to acquire seeds that he'll be able to plant in his village and then you know everyone there will have to thrive because Mm -hmm. as it stands right now everyone is just working themselves constantly in order to be able to survive and then you don't enjoy life at all you die and then that's it so he goes on this quest a journey if you will don't stop believing Steven. and he he goes out and he's got an animal like elk thing that he rides is very much in line design wise mm-hmm. with some of Miyazaki's other stuff and um, yeah he goes on this journey and the the overall goal is to come back with um, some seeds to be able to plant uh, all that stuff he comes across these different obstacles in his path at one point he comes across this it looks like a desert, but there's a ship made of like wood and stone there. And he sees somebody in the window. He's like, hey, can I can I, I like need food and shelter? Can I just like stay the night and I'll leave in the morning? And they're like, oh, yeah, come on in. And so they point to the exit. He walks over to the exit. He hears this crunching sound, looks down just a shitload of human bones. Oh. He's like, nah, I'm good, son. Yeah. He like hauls ass out of there. Um, and then there's like several other things. He comes across a, a couple of like young women who are. Um, prisoners in this town and they're being sold for slavery and um, at one point he just like leaves and I'm like that's weird that the hero of the story leaves eventually he does go back Uh, I don't want to spoil things but you know like they did take me back it's it's the Miyazaki approach to uh, zigging when you expect Mm. someone to zag you know Um, you really thought that he was going to that was going to be his new main focus is to save these two girls. But he's like, yeah, this seems rough. I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm out of here. Hey, good luck with this. Uh, but eventually he comes back and, uh, yeah, helps them out. And then, like, shit gets weird, like, halfway through the book. Hmm. What I've said is not even halfway through the Damn. book at this point. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it, and it's available for people to buy. I would definitely say check it out if you have an interest in Miyazaki, if you have interest in anime, comics, uh, manga, any of that stuff. Yeah, right so on. Shuna's Journey from first, second, from last year. Excellent. Uh, let me see what I got going on here. Uh, so I watched, I, I, as I said, I've been sick, so I watched a whole lot of shit. Um, and Humble brag. <laughs> two of those uh, were revisits for me. And uh, okay. we've talked about them a lot, but I wanted to mention them quick because I had different takes on them this time. So uh, I watched It Chapter 1 and It Chapter 2. Um, and oh, I don't okay. know why, but it was uh, it was interesting for me because they felt... I was trying to watch like comfort movies in a weird way for me. And um, these were the two that popped up and they were weirdly comforting. Uh, mainly because when at the beginning of It Chapter 1 the uh like bill the the main kid is is sick and so i was like yeah this is a sick movie i guess i don't know why <laughs> yeah. uh, oh and speaking of rest in peace bob barker the uh, the man we all watched when we were homesick i i hope you did as well oh yeah um you know price is right was uh, was a big staple of my childhood but uh yeah gonna miss that but uh the big bob barker <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um yeah so uh it chapter one i've always really liked and then it chapter two, I really just didn't, it, I didn't hate it, but I didn't click with it. Um, remind me, I think yeah. that's how you felt as well about those two. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. Without expanding too much on what you said. Yes. That just generally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Stephen, what you said is okay. correct. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you, fr- you froze for a second, so I wasn't sure. <laughs> if I-, I know. I was, tr- I, was tr- I was trying to keep going. <laughs> 
we're keeping it all in. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, so this one, um, it was it was lovely to watch them together. I think the last time I probably did do that whenever I watched it, chapter two, and it came out. But uh, it was from 2019. I forgot it had been that long, and it was uh, it was kind of nice mm-hmm. to have this big break in between. But um, as I watched it, chapter one. I didn't like it as much as I ever did, which was interesting to interesting. me. It was still good, wow. don't get me wrong, but I was just—I yeah. used to really fucking like it, uh, and that's why mm-hmm. part two was kind of a letdown to me. And now they're—they weren't about even. I still like one more, uh, but chapter two actually grew on me a lot more, especially the older oh, actors, uh, Bill Hader in uh-huh. particular, uh, Tulsa Boy, uh, we talked about before. Um, that was really lovely to see, and just all those people were were kind of nice to see as their older counterparts. And I kind of, I don't know, watching it this time, I kind of understood things a little bit, like what the filmmaker was trying to do with that. Um, so mm-hmm. that was kind of cool. And I'm going to keep going on just things uh, quickly so that we can get through a okay. bunch of stuff because I know we have so much to talk about. But uh, in mm-hmm. that movie, in It Chapter One, uh, it's, it takes place in 1989. They go to a movie theater a few times. And on the marquee is uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 5, which is the, the dream okay. child. And I had never seen that. So also, I had happened to be watching... Uh, while I was sick, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master, which I have never seen before. And so after I okay. watched It Chapter 1, I watched Nightmare on Elm Street 5 to see kind of like what those kids would have been watching during that movie, which was super fucking fun, uh, The Dream Master. So both of those were not uh, my favorite Nightmare on Elm Streets. Um, I still really like number one and number three. Uh, are really Dream Warriors is pretty cool and 2 has grown on me but uh, have you I don't remember if you'd watched those ever too is that like a series you you were behind on Uh, it is yeah I think we watched the first three movies last year in October Mm -hmm. if I remember correctly Um, and I haven't watched anything beyond that oh actually I I watched the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street oh right yeah Yeah. and that one's uh, not as fun as like the remake of Friday the 13th at least that one can have fun but uh, yeah that one's kind of just like dark and stupid I don't know uh, mm-hmm. but, yeah. uh, yeah, nightmare five was a little bit better than four to me. Um, they had some interesting things in particular nightmare five. Uh, I know you, you would listen to the, uh, Gorley and rust podcasts about a lot of these things, right? You listen to the mm-hmm. nightmare and there's like a Friday the 13th and then, uh, um, uh, Halloween versions and everything. Um, right. There's a, there's a comic book guy, a guy who likes to draw comic books in part five and, uh, spoiler alerts. Uh, the way he gets pulled into Freddy's dream world is he gets like drawn in and, uh, and it has one of the (laughs) dumbest deaths I've ever seen. It was so fucking stupid. And, uh, I can't wait for you to see it eventually. And I, I, I'm, I want to listen to those Gorley and rest podcasts now because I'm sure they, they were just having fun with these, but, uh, they would make them, they Mm -hmm. would elevate them a little bit more. I think, uh, the experience of watching them at this point, but, um, I'm still a big, uh, fan of Freddy. But um, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of when Freddy's scary, which is uh, part one in particular. And uh, as he gets like cheesier and people start to root for Freddy over the kids and you don't really care about the kids, I start to not care about him as much. So uh, I'm kind of maybe on the outskirts of that, but I, uh, of other fans. But um, yeah, so anyway, I watched uh, It Chapter 1 and then I watched Nightmare on Elm Street 5 to kind of get in that mindset. Then I watched It Chapter 2. And uh, and it was kind of interesting. I liked it. So um, mm-hmm. it chapter one wasn't as good as I as I used to like, um, but it's still better than two. And two was better. So I would I would say mm-hmm. if if you're feeling that same way ever, maybe revisit them. But uh, yeah, so those were four of the like twelve or fifteen or thirty movies I watched. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, one of the other nightmare movies that I watched and it just clicked with me is uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Mm-hmm. 
And I remember liking that I do one like because that it one. was like meta. It was a precursor to Scream. Right, right. Um, th- have you rewatched that one recently? I haven't. Well, in I the last remember. like couple years, but I didn't watch it this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my head, my favorite, my trilogy of what I would actually rewatch of that series is one, three, mm-hmm. and then New Nightmare because it all fe- uh, features Heather Langingham. Um, yeah. And that's a great trilogy. Those are all good versions of that. Um, and Freddy is scary again in New Nightmare, which is part of the point. But um, make Freddy scary exactly. again. Exactly. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. The thing is, though, so I, I'm like I said, I'm in the middle. I watched Jason Takes Manhattan, which is a pretty silly one, and it wasn't that fun. And then I'm in the middle of uh, Jason Goes to Hell, which is is like nine. It's in the '90s. It's like switched over from the '80s, and you can tell like the cameras look different. It, the lighting looks different. They just don't know how to have fun anymore. It's like so weird. Um, and I'm really struggling to get through that one. Um, I can't find on streaming anywhere. Uh, there's like Freddy, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare is part six. Mm-hmm. And it came out like in 91. And then I think 93 or 94 is when New Nightmare came out. Um, it's not really available. But I watched a trailer for it. And again, it's like it changed over into the 90s. And it looks fucking terrible. And so I'm like, man, both of them, like when they crossed over from the 80s mark, it's mm-hmm. like, I can't, I can't do it. I, I'm curious to to see what other fans think about it. I don't really engage with other people about them. But um, yeah, so I'm, I'm intrigued by that. But yeah, New Nightmare mm-hmm. gets, gets it going again. And uh, I think this series is ripe for a, a reinterpretation, actually. I think uh, mm-hmm. there's some filmmakers out there that have talked about that. And I think it could really work. I mean, they tried that in 2001 with Freddy Got Fingered. And I was like, guys, I don't think you got it. They, I don't think you got it right. a whole different way, right? It was in the raunchy yeah. period, you know? <laughs> yeah. Raunchy period. <laughs> <laughs> That's a show title contender if I've ever heard one. That's a Freddy we're, joke, we're, right? Uh, oh, yeah. and I will also say the longer the Freddy movies go on, and, and uh, from what I could from my versions of what, of what I like think I heard over and over again, he says bitch more and more. So as you like to yeah. say all the time, you like to do your Freddy voice mm-hmm. and then on bitch, uh, man, he really mm-hmm. ups the ante with that, uh, you know, throughout mm-hmm. the thing. Uh, last thing, it just popped in my head too. the, uh, the dream, the titular dream child in nightmare five is played by this little boy who I've only seen in one other thing. And he is the kid mm-hmm. in Jurassic park. That's like, that just looks like a big Turkey. In the beginning, oh, you know, yeah. and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I've never seen that kid. And he showed up in this. So that was kind of fun just to see him and like one other thing. Uh, but yeah, other otherwise, other yeah, it just wasn't wasn't my thing overall. But um, yeah, I still like those like one, three and, and new nightmare are really fucking stellar. That's weird that he shows up in Jurassic Park and he also gets harassed by an adult with a brimmed wow. hat with a claw. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome, man. Who knew? This little kid has a kink. Yeah, all you know? way. Damn. So what, uh, Typecasting. What do you got, man? Uh, well, uh, building off of It, mm. the the two It movies oh, yeah. directed by Andy Muschietti. Mm. Uh, I, too, watched a an Andy Muschietti joint oh. recently, Stephen. Stephen, I've watched 2023's The Flash. It finally hit max. And I was I've like, been wondering. Let's, um, same, me, too. Can I, so, can I jump in real quick yeah. and just say that I've, I've especially been, been, since I've been sick, I keep passing through that on max and... I've been thinking about it, and I haven't seen so many of the Marvel movies lately. And the Flash mm-hmm. looks so bad to me that I—it's the one that I want to watch. <laughs> I know, but it's so problematic. Like, I don't know if I want to. You want to watch the train wreck? Is what exactly, it is. Exactly, I really right? do. So, so you got to tell me the movie. The movie came out in theaters, and I was like, I'm not going to put my extra money toward this. Mm-hmm. Right when it hits the streaming service that I already pay for. Right. 
okay, fine, all's fair in love and war. Uh, but yeah, I wasn't going to go to the theater for this. That said, I listened to some podcasts where they talked about things and they, you know, spoiled it for me. Gotcha. I, you know, wasn't super invested. I knew the Snyderverse was coming to a, an end pretty mm-hmm. soon anyway. So I was like, you know what? I'm not enjoying most of these. Right. So who, who fucking cares? <laughs> um, that said, uh, there was a lot of talk about the CGI being bad yeah. in this movie. And uh, the uh, some of the acting choices from Ezra Miller, uh, problematic mm-hmm. uh, actor Ezra Miller. Um, and I'm going to try to get their pronouns right. But yeah, uh, the, w- I was thinking about this earlier today. I was like, I want to get their pronouns right. But they play a man in this movie. Right. So like, I think contextually, I got to I got to watch myself. You, but uh, feel free to, to correct just me. Just call them Barry. If, Barry. Yes. Manilow. Barry White. <laughs> okay <laughs> musical but you know opposite colors okay sure sure um so the flash uh has barry allen in it and um yeah it, it builds off of i think the snyder cut version of justice okay. league um just because of uh, something that's referenced uh from that movie versus the the whedon version of it anyway uh, the Flash, he wants to save his mother. Uh, it's a it's a fairly like new story that's get uh, gets rehashed mm-hmm. a lot in modern Flash media. Uh, they did this on the TV show. They did this oh, really? in like an animated movie. Um, it's all based on a comic by uh, written by Jeff Johns, who was one of the higher ups at mm-hmm. DC for a time. So uh, he got to work in the movies, and he was like, "Hey, what about my story that I wrote? What do you think <laughs> about this? What if we did this a bunch of times? You know?" Wow. So. Um, this is a film version of that story. Uh, Barry wants to go back in time, save his mother's life. And uh, when Barry does this, uh, he ends up creating a, uh, a paradox uh, universe. Uh, he splits the timeline and uh, he meets a younger version of himself. But, oh my God, he, he, he's trying to find some help and he goes to, uh, to Batman for help. But oh my, wouldn't you know it? This is not the Batman uh, he knows Ooh. not Ben Affleck. It's Michael Goddamn Keaton. Ooh, I'm excited for that part <laughs> of it. Yeah. Did you hear about this? Hey, just spoil it for you, friend. <laughs> uh, but uh, that's that was the main draw for mm-hmm. me. Right, you know, right. we, we did November last last day. Man, we got some wild wild <laughs> <laughs> wild months on the show. Who I forgot about those. those. Um, I don't know. It's hard to yeah. say. Yeah, uh, it's definitely not while they're like poop tweeting or whatever. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, um, but. Yeah, so we, we get to see um, Michael Keaton as Batman, you know, again, and uh, that was a lot of fun. There's a lot of cool scenes with Michael Keaton as Batman just, like, whipping ass mm. severely. It's so much fucking fun to watch. You can tell he's having a blast. Oh, that's awesome. Do you get to see his version of Bruce Wayne in, like, one flip-flop? <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> you do, actually. Um, now, as for the CGI, I, I don't know. Like, it doesn't look great you know Mm -hmm. but i was willing to kind of overlook it all this to say uh all the problems with the 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 lead actor and uh the the production of the film and the cgi all this stuff i thought the movie was pretty entertaining hey there you go so i i uh, like anytime i would see ezra miller on screen which was a lot because he's in this movie twice Mm -hmm. as a regular barry allen and then again as a younger barry allen i I would wince about half the time mm-hmm. because when he was uh, the the character of Barry Allen was on screen, uh, just like the the modern day version of him, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, oh, okay, this isn't too bad. But then young Barry 
Holy shit. That's like a, a, a peek into the drama of Ezra Miller's life oh, is really? what it felt like. Hmm. It, it was like uh, kind of uncomfortable to watch because he was just so buffoonish and cartoonish. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, man, this is... You know how like people speculate that the reason Heath Ledger died is because he got way too into mm. the psyche of the Joker. Right, right. And he just like kind of ruined himself. Um, I'm I'm wondering if like young Barry Allen may have been a catalyst to it. He's unhinged. Interesting. I didn't know. Barry I didn't, hadn't heard that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So that's really interesting to hear. It's 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 wild to see. Mm. But uh, yeah, like overall, it was fun. Like there's some like cameos from other DC characters that you've probably heard about. I won't ruin it here. People want to watch it. Uh, you know, it's kind of okay. Like you, you get like inundated with the, the serviceable CGI kind of mm. throughout the movie. So when you see like some of those cameos, you're like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> sure. Like they're definitely <laughs> on a green screen, but all right. The, the, uh, the green screen is like the least of their problems <laughs> on some of this stuff, you know, but uh, like the, the flash, uh, when uh, Barry Allen is in costume, mm. it seems like the Flash has a giant head and then like a tiny neck oh, and, and body. They, they they try to do the uh, the swap that they do with um, Tom Holland's Spider Man, where wh- everything you see on screen when he's in the full Spidey mm-hmm. suit that's like CGI for right. the most part. Same thing with Chadwick Boseman's Black Panther, right. at least in Civil War. It, they just like swapped it out and it's it looks fantastic mm. but this looks so weird when you've got like an actual human face that's visible underneath that oh yeah i don't know it, point. It, would, it would it would take me out of it, it looks it looks like a floating head but like n- like maybe a step and a half removed from the floating head of uh johnny knoxville and men in black too keeps coming up a lot on this show <laughs> recently but uh it's a favorite of yeah yours. that's what it reminded me of yeah but uh overall the flash was uh you know, I gotta have fun with it. Right on, I'm, man. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know why Tom Cruise got so excited about it, but I don't know. Tom Cruise? I, it was, yeah, Tom Cruise, like, he saw an early screening of The Flash, and he was, like, raving about huh. it, I guess. Yeah, so he's like, the cinema is back! They, <laughs> <laughs> like, jumped on some couches. <laughs> Said, I'm an airplane. It's like, that's not how it works, man. Maverick 3. Maverick 3, Top yeah. Gun 3. <laughs> he's just on his Maverick's an airplane now. <laughs> <laughs> um uh quick questions um is yes. it supergirl that's in it who's who's the uh, that oh uh yes yes there is a supergirl is that, that mm-hmm. uh okay is that okay like mm-hmm. not okay not okay that it's a girl but uh is, did you like it <laughs> oh okay you know what i mean <laughs> like my things are they're rehashing stuff like zod coming back it's kind uh-huh. of like yeah mm-hmm. like we already did that and like rehashing the whole yeah. story in general. I'm like, we already did that. Uh, and then like her though, I'm like in general, like in general Zod. Right. We oh, trust. Wow. Mm-hmm. There you go. Pledge your allegiance now, bitch. <laughs> uh, Pledge your allegiance now, bitch. <laughs> says Freddie. <laughs> she looked pretty good in the trailers. Like I could buy that, uh-huh. but I, I wondered how that actually play out again, because you're like rehashing things that have already happened. Uh, mm-hmm. Was that part of the storyline that you liked or disliked though? Hers. Uh, it was, it was all right. Like, I liked her. I'll, I'll be honest. There's a lot of, like, uh, I just kind of watch this movie for like, entertainment value. I turned off my brain. Totally. I, uh, no like, the thing with Supergirl, yeah, like, it doesn't, it doesn't really get resolved in mm. a way, but it is, like, fun to see this character on there. Yeah. Again, it, it has this trope of a, uh, a dark Superman-esque character right. that I'm, I've, just don't like that wildly over for a right, long right, right. time but i think the actress does a, a pretty good job with it and uh 
I feel like Michael Keaton brings a lot of fun, which is weird to say that like Batman is like the fun part of this movie. Weird, but God damn it, you know they done did he it. Is. He done did it, um, and there is one post-credit scene all the way after all the credits. So, for, uh, you know, stick around for, for that. sure. That's not even going to happen anymore. <laughs> hey, man! Hey. Wow, wow! <laughs> fucking David Zaslav <laughs> throwing shit up against the wall, man. I don't know. Oh my god. Um, okay, yeah. There's a lot to say about that. Uh, my last thing mm-hmm. uh, is just that uh, I I want to watch it specifically because yes, it's it looks like a train wreck. Uh, but mm-hmm. because of Michael Keaton, I mean, anytime you get to see Michael Keaton back as Batman, that's amazing. But I can't help but also mm-hmm. think that if I watched it and saw him in that role, I'd be like, I want him to be whatever version of like old man Batman with like a, I don't know, mm-hmm. Batman Beyond or whatever comic book thing that you might know. Uh, I feel like yeah. that would be my what I would want more. Um, mm-hmm. did, did that also make you think that or do you do you think that they might actually still do something like that with him, like in this new universe? I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, they did it once. Why not do it again? Like, he'd just cross over into a different multiverse world. Do you it. know, whatever James Gunn's right. DCU turns out to be, he could show up and be like, yeah, I'm Batman. And, like, give that weird little nod. Like, like okay. not turn his head very well and then start beating the shit out of people. Yeah. Like, he, they gave him some, like, great choreography. Like, between the stunt people and then, like, CGI, it, it really awesome. fucking turned out well. And, like, any gadgets he has looks old, but it's like part of the charm mm-hmm. of it you know man it's mm. just i don't know I, I i really had a lot of fun with i that. might have to check it out just just to see him uh and if anything maybe like megan i'll just uh skip through the parts that i don't really care about <laughs> yeah. get to the good stuff yeah. you know yeah and move yeah on i will say there's a a scene toward the end that is kind of touching with ezra miller uh but um i don't know there 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 are enough things kind of sprinkled mm-hmm. throughout that i found myself enjoying that it was worth the ride on that okay. specific train well, uh, I'm gonna. Uh, we're not really trying to jump from one thing to the other with a connection, but uh, we've been doing that a little mm-hmm. bit here today. So uh, I'm gonna jump into that. Uh, you had said, you know, still Superman or Supergirl in this case was still kind of like this dark, brooding character, and just doesn't really fit that. And uh, I think we all mm-hmm. hope that James Gunn will, will, of course, correct a lot of things, including that. And I happened to watch a movie that included the newly cast Superman, David Corinset Sweat. I don't know how to say his name. Oh, Corinset, wow. um, because mm-hmm. Amanda and I rewatched the movie X and rewatched Pearl, its prequel, that both came out in oh. 2022. Um, I believe we both watched X, but have you seen Pearl or have you seen both of those? I've I've not seen Pearl yet. Oh, okay, excellent. I have seen X. I remember mm-hmm. uh, our our buddy Mitch from the Terror Table saying that Pearl. I think he liked it, but it's like a it's a different kind of movie, like different style and everything, which mm-hmm. I expected. Um, it it is uh, rewatching X was really fun. Uh, basically, when I was so sick, I was uh, scripting through movies. I keep thinking about watching Pearl. It's on uh, Paramount Plus right now, so I was like, oh, I'll watch this one. And as I started it, I made it like three minutes in, and I was like, man, I can already tell they're doing some parallels to the movie X, like the way, like certain framing mm-hmm. and certain things are doing. And I was like, I kind of want to watch X again. It's been too long. So uh, since Amanda and I are already doing our like Halloween rewatches, I, I asked her, did she want to watch them? And she was like, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. So we watched X and then Pearl the next night. And uh, X was super fun all over again. I really like the vibe. It's uh, obviously like a kind of a riff on like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's kind of got that vibe. Mm-hmm. I had to take a drink of water. <laughs> feel free feel free <laughs> still got that uh, it gets you when you least expect yeah. it you know um but mm-hmm. yeah it still has that that cool vibe it's got that 70s look to it um it's just badass i just really was impressed with it mm-hmm. it's gory it's fun it's cool 
Um, I'm not, I wasn't a huge fan of Ty West, the uh, writer director of that before, but right now I've, I've really like leaned into that and he's done really well with these. Uh, Pearl is a whole different kind of movie. It, um, it, auto, it starts off, um, it takes place in 1918, which I didn't realize. I didn't know how old it would be, but it, uh, oh, wow. Pearl is like the, the old woman that is in X. I won't spoil a lot for either movie, but, um, uh, X is about a group of people in the seventies who go to like a small farm and rent out uh, a boarding house to, to sh- secretly short a port, uh, she se- secretly shoot a porno and, uh, <laughs> an old lady and an old man that live there. Uh, the old lady, you know, there's like some stuff that happens or whatever. Right. Uh, her name is Pearl. Mm-hmm. This is the prequel to that so it's kind of her origin story and uh even from the titles alone like it's like this cool script it looks like uh like wizard of oz it's got like a technicolor look to it like everything's super fucking bright oh cool um it was cool to see the the house the dilapidated house from the 70s that we saw like be like bright and like colorful and and all the stuff and uh Mm -hmm. has a completely different vibe not a lot happens for like uh, like sixty percent of the movie, there's like it's just kind of setting stuff up, and then it kind of gets through the to the to the murders and the bad stuff or whatever. But um, I, then you meet Totoro yeah. and then leaf <laughs> on his head, and yeah, okay, okay, it's kind of a it. meandering movie, you know. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, so I think uh, Amanda didn't like it as much. I liked it, but X was way better to me. Um, I liked this mm-hmm. more. Like I don't think I'd watch this one as much, but I thought it was great just for the whole story of Pearl. And then uh, mm-hmm. he's making Maxine, which is the the third in the trilogy that takes mm. place in 1985 uh, that's a direct sequel to x so i'm intrigued to see where that goes and uh, uh mia goth plays um the main like one of the main characters in x she also plays the old lady uh pearl in x and then she plays pearl as a young young woman here so it's really she's really fucking fantastic uh david cornsweat is also fucking great um i didn't really know him from anything but i'm excited he he really looks like a good superman to me he's got like a chiseled jaw he's got the hair um he plays like he's got like uh the the tiny kind of mustache from 1918 like that that era it just looks like a swashbuckle was zero. it cgi'd on oh man i wish uh <laughs> really could have done a good job with it i bet um <laughs> But uh, and it was cool because uh, this movie was made in 22. He had written this one, I guess, kind of, you know, the, they had made X and then he wrote this one in the midst of the pandemic. And in 1918, they were going through the flu pandemic. So there people were wearing masks oh. around and they talk about it a lot. It's a big part of this, the plot that was super intriguing to see because um, I feel like I didn't really know that much about that history until mm-hmm. our pandemic happened with with COVID. Um, so that was cool. But. Um, it's definitely a slower movie. Um, once I, I read about his intentions with it, he he talked about the, uh, the 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 movie X is kind of about how cinema was changing people, like cinema in the eighties, like independent cinema, uh, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, was changing people's mm-hmm. opinions and culture. And this one is about like the first movies, like Wizard of Oz, and like early silent films and everything that were changing culture and like people were going out to see movies apparently maxine Hmm. is about like how the video revolution in the 80s is changing culture and stuff and when you when you look at it through that lens they're super intriguing the way he shoots them the eras that they're in uh but then at the heart they're all little horror movies um kind of centered around this one actress uh, mia goth so Mm -hmm. uh, i found it really intriguing i didn't like it as much as x but uh, i loved it as a a full story um it also had some really gory parts um and yeah mia goth in general is just like stellar um she really Mm -hmm. she really has the chops for everything and uh they they let her linger a lot more in this one i feel like they have scenes that linger a really long time i think that was a little boring to amanda 
but to me it was like it was okay i kind of dig that kind of stuff but uh yeah i'm super looking forward to maxine i would definitely recommend all of these so far uh, x was one of my favorite horror films in the last few years and pearl was a, a great addition to that so uh, i would definitely check it out there right now i think both of them are available on uh, paramount plus yeah i literally came across that again today hey. i was like oh i need to add this to my oh i already did it's in my okay it's in right, my queue. I've had it in there. i just have it <laughs> yeah whoops totally fuck that one totally. up <laughs> um well i want to talk about a show that i watched on netflix recently and i think this uh aired or aired it uh, was released just around the time of the uh the writer strike mm. uh leading to the actor strike and uh, it's a uh, Netflix series from this year called Beef. It's an oh, A24 yeah. series. Oh, I didn't know that. Stars Steven Yun and uh, Ali Wong. Mm-hmm. And uh, two Asian actors. Uh, she's a comedian. And uh, he's invincible. And um, in the show, do you know anything about this show, Steven? A little bit. I've seen the like, trailer for it, but it's been a while. Okay. It's like eight or ten episodes. Okay. I can't remember. Uh, I just finished it. Brain shot. Can't tell you. Right, right. Uh, but it's uh, some amount of episodes long. And the whole premise of it is from the starting point of uh, them getting mad at each other. Uh, they're, they're not related in any way, but there was an issue in a parking lot and one person flipped off the other and then they got road rage at each mm. other and then it spirals into the rest of their lives and they keep like coming back at each other and it's like a very dark comedy mm. type of thing, but sometimes it's dramatic. Then the last episode's like a little bit trippy as uh. well. So it has some nice like A24 flavor right. in there, but wonderful characters throughout. Um, all of the, the side characters are interesting and have their own shit going on. Uh, just some like wild, wild stuff that I wasn't expecting from this series that just starts with a road rage incident but it uh it it leaves you in an interesting place to where it could either just end right there or you could pick it up and and move forward with it but either way i was really happy with it and uh, i I definitely want to recommend beef to everyone beef it's what's for dinner if you like watch it while you're eating dinner i guess i don't use eat cereal while you're watching it i don't know um and then one other thing i want to mention real quick is a tv show now look fucking amazon i've talked about this at length girth and i don't know width Mm -hmm. you need to get your branding together so this one is technically labeled as a free free original series Mm -hmm. but it's on prime video uh on your amazon streaming app it's called jury duty oh do you know what this is steven with uh james marsden tulsa zone oklahoma zone what james james marsden did i know this yeah he's he's one of our oklahoma boys baby oh my god i had no idea hell yeah what? I gotta look it up now I to be like, that's shit. true, right? <laughs> <laughs> Stillwater. He's from fucking Stillwater. Wow. Yeah, Oklahoma State University. That's is. fucking awesome. Yeah, there you go. I had no idea. Yeah. God damn. He doesn't live there Between anymore. He and Brad Pitt and fucking SpongeBob SquarePants were just like sick with handsome Hell here, yeah. you know? Fuck yeah. That's where we get it, Steven. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> don't, don't, let's not linger on that. Um, jury duty is a. Um, it's like a staged, yeah. Uh, like, I don't know if mockumentary is the right mm. word. Uh, essentially, there's a jury of of people that are there for a case. Everyone is an actor, including the judge, bailiff, etc., except for one guy. There's one guy who has no idea he's on a TV mm-hmm. show. He sees cameras, but it's uh, oh, he's yeah. told that it's for a documentary about the process of being on a jury, a trial, all of this stuff. So plaintiff, defendant, all of that stuff is it's provided by actors, wow. right? So 
it's uh, I really fucking enjoyed. Uh, it. I had a blast watching things. it. So. Some of these scenarios seem a little bit wild, but like even still, you wouldn't know to just automatically assume that this shit is happening. Um, he recognizes James Marsden mm-hmm. uh, after a minute of like being in the waiting room with him, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I know you from oh, you're fucking Cyclops." And then uh, he's like, "Oh okay, you know sometimes people are like yeah, they know me from this, they know me from that." Sometimes they'll be like, oh, I know you from Sonic. And he was like, wait, Sonic? What was that? <laughs> he was like, Sonic the Hedgehog. He goes, oh, I didn't see it. It didn't look very good to me. He says this to this man. And then, uh, like, the next day when he comes in, he's like, I watched Sonic the Hedgehog. Actually, pretty fucking oh good. God, I liked amazing. it, you know? So, uh, But it, it is fun. There's some, like, wild scenarios that you see. Um, I love the concept, one of the things yeah. That yeah, yeah, it's, it's fun. There used to be a show on, uh, what was it? It used to be called Spike TV mm-hmm. before it became like, it's now like Paramount Network or whatever. But it was a, a show called The Joe Schmo Show. Mm-hmm. And it was a similar concept. It was like a reality show with only one actual contestant. Everyone else is like an improv comedian or something like that. And you just have to like make it to the end and uh, you like win a prize or mm-hmm. whatever. And they had two seasons of it, and my wife and I watched them, and we had a fucking blast with it. So when I heard about this, I think I heard from this or heard about this from our friends Rachel and Eric mm. over at the uh, True Criminals podcast. I was like, "Holy shit!" I had no idea this was even a thing. Oh, so awesome. I jumped on it, and I would recommend it. It's a lot of fun. You don't have to think a lot, but it is interesting to see the the characters. Uh, you don't really see the behind the scenes like crew stuff like you normally would with the uh, like Joe Schmo mm. show stuff. Uh, but you, not throughout the show anyway, mm-hmm. like, uh, later on in the series, you, you get to see some of that and, uh, just some, some behind the scenes stuff of how they put everything together. But, uh, yeah, man, it was a, a lot of fun, a light watch, you right. know, nothing to, uh, uh, um, really stress over, but, uh, yeah, good entertainment. I would say that seems fun. I love the idea of it. Uh, when I first saw it, I was confused cause I was like, won't he recognize James Marsden? But then I'm like, Oh, no, I get, once I watched a trailer for it, I was like, Oh, I see what the point is now. I, I didn't quite get it when mm. I was like first saw it. Uh, and then I was yeah. like, oh, well, just like anybody, like everybody gets, can get called to jury duty, as we recently yep. heard. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of, our, our friend Liz had responded to us after listening, a uh, friend and listener and a uh, mm-hmm. freaking guest, Liz, had said uh, she works in the court system and she told us a little bit about that. And uh, it is basically about uh, if you are. Uh, if you're voting or if you have a driver's license, you go into different pools and they pull a list from that. Uh, in Oklahoma, she said they literally roll dice and whatever that number <laughs> is, is the number that they use uh, to randomly select juries for the jury wheel. Like if the number is eight, it's every eighth name on the list. That blew my mm-hmm. fucking mind. I wonder if other states are the same way, uh, but I uh-huh. love that Oklahoma does it that way and uh, that she gave us some insight into that. And uh, she said three witnesses have to be there and it's yes. certified by a court clerk. Uh, so it's not mm. just like some willy nilly thing. She said it was definitely fucking weird that we uh, three of our family members all got called at the same time. And mm-hmm. one of Amanda's co-workers also got called at the same time. Holy shit. So we know four people now, uh, which is and none of us have been called besides my, my mother in law who gets it all the time. Uh, none of us have been, you know, gotten it recently. Mm-hmm. So totally weird. But uh, yeah, thank you, Liz, for, for filling us in with that info. Uh, but yeah, and that, that show sounds pretty fun. I've thought about checking it out. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I haven't yet. So I, I think I will. Yeah. It's, it's just whatever the Amazon thing is called. You can just fucking you find it there. It. I don't, I don't find know. It. Freebie. What am I supposed <laughs> to do with this? Why? Um, did you, uh, 
uh, did you want to go ahead and, and uh, we got I, I really got to get out of here pretty soon. I'm yeah. trying to, to save my voice. I'm getting over this this cold. Uh, you mm. and I both had watched something recently. I finally got to see it um, on. Yeah. Wait, was it Amazon or Paramount? No, I don't remember. Paramount. What. It's on Paramount Plus. Um, mm. So I finally Might be watched, on both. Might be on both. Who but knows yeah. at this point? Who knows? You guys can yeah. find it. Use the Just Watch app. They don't sponsor us, but we sponsor them. God damn right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but um, I re- recently watched the uh, Dungeon, Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, now I forgot what it's called. Honor it's Among Thieves. Honor Among Thieves. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one came out last year. And uh, at the beginning of this year, came out at the beginning of this year, as Brent said, like he uh, said, totally, like I said, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I knew that you had seen it, and that uh, our our listener we had mentioned earlier, and and, and friend uh, Allison had mm-hmm. uh, had also recommended this movie. Uh, when I first saw it, like trailers for it, I was like, yeah, I don't really like care for the like it looks okay, mm-hmm. but like I don't, I'm not gonna go out to see it. But I had heard such good things. That's a 91 percent Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I had mm-hmm. never watched the original uh, movie from like years ago. It, that was supposed to be really cheesy. Um, I'm not super into this stuff, but uh, yeah, it was really great, man. I really liked it so far. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't talk anymore, so why don't you go and take it away? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I got you covered. <laughs> so uh, Allison went to theaters to watch this movie, if I remember correctly, and uh, she said that she had a blast watching it. I, too, waited for it to hit a streaming service, but then as soon as it uh-huh. did, I, I jumped right on it. I... Uh, I liked it. I didn't love it, but I I was also trying to get the lay of the land. I thought it was different. Let me just say that. Okay. I thought I was getting one thing. It gave me another, Mm. and it wasn't until later toward the end of the movie where I was like, oh, this thing is just this, right? Right, So I thought it was going to be a Jumanji-type scenario where a group of players got sucked into the game, and they became represented by Mm. Chris Pine and... Michelle Rodriguez right, right, right. of the cast, right? Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of uh, It Chapter 1 and 2, yeah. uh, the girl who plays Beverly Sophia is in this. Lewis. Yeah, yeah. that surprised me. It's good me. to see her in other stuff because I thought she was really good in, in the It movie. She's so good in um, those, yeah. And she was good in this, yeah. And then uh, the guy from uh, fucking uh, Detective Dr- Pikachu and... Uh, Justice Smith. Justice the Smith, Jurassic yeah. World shit, like the sequels mm-hmm. that we don't really care for him in those or whatever, right? Or I didn't and uh, you did? Uh, I think it was more the little girl that's also a well, clone. Yeah, that's that's that was my main problem. I you can't know, believe but. where that series has gone. Okay, <laughs> it's such, just dinosaurs, guys. Dinosaurs. It's just dino- guys. What are we doing? What are we doing here? Anyway, tell you what. In the third one, put a, a dinosaur in there. He's red. Has <laughs> uh, I don't know spikes for thumbs. He's in there. Perfect. Ten out of ten movie. It's in the movie. <laughs> it's in the movie. I liked that yeah. one. You know. That's just me. Anyway, back to a Dungeons e Dragon. Yeah, indeed, uh, indeed. Yeah. I, otherwise, I had fun with it. Okay. Um, uh, the uh, the the like jokes really work. There's one mm-hmm. joke that's in the trailer that I semi forgot about when it happened in the movie, which is the the uh, zombie who pops up and you answer so many questions or have it answer so many questions and then it's just like dead or whatever. Mm-hmm. I I laughed at that one because I was like, oh yeah. This is this is good. This is good comedy <laughs> writing here. The the yeah. amount of humor that's like sprinkled throughout really works, and the inventiveness of how they get around certain obstacles. Like there's an issue with a mirror that's on a like traveling stagecoach mm-hmm. that like 
falls down and how do they use that as a portal to get into a thing and it's just i don't know i, I it's found inventive. it pretty, pretty creative yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah there's yeah. a lot of cool stuff in it um jonathan francis daly and jonathan goldstein um, were uh, writers and directors on this they uh John- the, give me the two johns the two johns give them give them to me uh mm-hmm. jonathan francis daly was uh, in freaks and geeks where he plays mm-hmm. a lot of dungeons and dragons uh these guys uh, are the ones that did game night and i love game night we both do oh my god so fuck fucking yeah. good so it's that same kind of mm-hmm. humor they also have really inventive camera uh like camera work and stuff where they'll mm-hmm. they'll put like a camera like on a door so when someone shuts it like it moves with it and then like mm-hmm. it might be like on a wheel and then it goes upside down and it they have these like shots that are kind of oneers they, they kind of look like they're made in one shot but you can tell there's editing but they're really inventive and they just make it like fun yeah. it just keeps going uh i love their humor i think their jokes are really good and i think that they have a big love of actual dungeons and dragons playing uh when mm-hmm. i was reading about it they said when they, the, the cast got together the first time the first thing they did was play like a two-hour game where they were mm-hmm. like the the dungeon masters uh, or whatever and uh and the cast like got to play as their characters in a real game and they kind of bonded everybody and gave them like a basis which i thought was really neat mm-hmm. um they, i just think that they're they went through like a lot of hands to to finally make this film uh, a lot of studios over years and uh, i think it ended up in the right ones um i had a lot mm-hmm. of fun with it i also had a moment that I thought, uh, clearly when it starts, it doesn't start like Jumanji where it's out in the real world and they go into the game. But I thought maybe mm-hmm. that was going to be a twist at the end where they yeah. pulled out and it was mm-hmm. going to be that kind of thing, which I think would have been kind of cool. But I liked uh, not knowing a lot of Dungeons and Dragons lore. Um, I know there's a bunch of characters and creatures and stuff that are really from the that world. Tons yeah. of Easter eggs that I've that went over my head, but they're still fun to see. For sure. Uh, yeah. I think the effects are mostly really good. The creatures are cool. Um, uh, we haven't also mentioned that uh, uh, Hugh Grant is in this movie, and I thought he was he was a lot <laughs> yeah. of fun um, yeah. and a, a different kind of role. There's some cameos I won't mention that were surprising to me that were really fun. Um, I had a great time with it. I I watched this uh, at 3 a.m. a night that I couldn't <laughs> sleep. It was such a great movie when I was sick and yeah. kind of out of my mind, and I was just like, I've heard good things. I'll put it on, and it was really fucking fun. So uh, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Uh, I recommended it to my wife, but she so far doesn't seem like she really wants to watch it. She's also a huge Game Night fan, so I think she will like it. But uh, I mm-hmm. wanted to bring up a thing in particular: is that uh, have you ever seen um, the movie Stardust from a few years ago, like 2007 ish? No, is that the uh, with fucking uh, you? You talking to me? Uh, fucking <laughs> yeah, uh, it's. <laughs> It's got Robert, Bobby De Niro. Yeah, it's got Bobby De Niro in it. Um, mm-hmm. It's got Claire Danes. Henry Cavill's in that. I didn't remember that. Uh, oh. Claire Danes is in it. Um, you've never seen that one, though? I don't believe so, no. Okay. I, I wonder if you like that one. That one really surprised me. It, it is also, it's like a, um, based on like a Neil Ga- uh, Gaiman thing. Um, mm-hmm. And it was, uh, it also is like kind of this world where it's this old timey kind of like a magical world, but it's modernly funny. And has a lot of like running jokes and like the characters mm. are just like, I don't know. I, I just really like the vibe. Uh, Robert De Niro in particular is like a, a pirate captain and he's like really fucking funny. Um, but it surprised me so much. Uh, I would recommend both of these movies uh, if, if you like, you know, those types of things. Uh, when I asked my brother, my brother Danny also really liked Dungeons and Dragons and recommended it to me. And I asked him, oh, it looks like Stardust. Is it like that? And he was like, no, it's not like that at all. It's exactly like that. I don't know what the fuck are you smoking. <laughs> Because it is it is that old timey kind of magical world uh, and with good actors and funny parts and like a good script and everything. So uh, I would check that out uh, if you like it. It's a Matthew Vaughn movie. Uh, he, he did like some X-Men movies and stuff and like Kingsman. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Cox is in this as well. Yeah. Man, there's like Charlie a lot of Cox, people that Michelle Pfeiffer. 
fucking Michelle Pfeiffer is uh, good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Always Mark love her. Strong. Ian McKellen. Damn, there's like a whole bunch of like superhero people in this. I didn't even realize that, and they became some of them became superheroes after that. But um, yeah, I, I liked that movie a lot, and I thought um, Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves was kind of that same vibe. So I would recommend both of them, both of them. Okay, well, yeah, hell yeah, I'm gonna I'm looking literally looking at the Just Watch app right now. Do you hear this Just Watch app, people? We're do you? we're not only plugging the show, we're utilizing the technology as we're show. recording it on the show it's it. not streaming anywhere so okay maybe this is a bad example you know but That's not their i did add it to my watch list so there you go when it shows up somewhere i can alert me you know check it out and i yeah i i uh, i wonder if you you know watch that one what you would think uh i i mm-hmm. thought that dungeons and dragons really surprised me but i had besides hearing people like it i had low expectations of it so um mm-hmm. i would certainly check that out if you're if you're inclined it's available on uh, paramount plus right now hell yeah dude excellent it was fun. Definitely fun. Yeah, right on. Well, uh, I'm already starting to cough off air, so uh, my voice is starting to give out. We wanted to get through this real quick, but just have something to get people while we're on vacation. So yes. uh, it was a lot mm-hmm. of fun having you on. Next week, uh, we will also continue doing some of these uh, these quick pop, tr- pop culture catch-ups, but uh, mm-hmm. like Brent said, we're going to get up to that October and do a lot of horror movie awesome stuff. So uh, we're going to have a lot of good things coming up. So many good things. Excellent. If you think you know what those good things are, like, I mean... I guess, sure, one of them is, like, the first three Friday the 13th movies. You know that uh, one. But, but, you know, that's just, like, one. <laughs> Guys, that's just one. That's one episode. That's just one. And it's going to be a good yeah. one. I'm excited for that one. Mm-hmm. That, that's going to be fun. Me too. Uh, Hell yeah. Well, yeah, uh, Brent, did you have anything else you wanted to, to jump in here with? No, sir. We can just go ahead and wrap it up. Excellent. Well, as usual, all of our infos in the show notes. If you'd like to contact us, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps. Five stars is always appreciated. Tell your friends so more people can find us and come back next week for more pop culture catch up on Let's Talk About Stuff. Brent, it was fun as always. Thank you for joining me today. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Uh, This has been a true delight. Long time, first time, you know, so it's (laughs) just just glad to be here. (laughs) I'm so glad I invited you for this one. I was going to do it solo, (laughs) you know. I thought so. You you talked about it. You talk about it every week. You're like, okay, but the next one is just me. I'm like, Steven, I'll probably just show up on Skype. (laughs) Don't even worry about it. I would still use Skype for myself because I like to see myself. (laughs) Of course. It's like a mirror, you know. I'm losing it. All right. Until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Bitch. <laughs> One, two, three, nineteen. Hey. Did you start recording on that? Because normally I say three and then record. Did it work? I hope it did on your end. I don't know if it did on my end. It's it's working on my end. Well, working overtime. Oh, yeah, baby. Hell yeah, dude. Hell Time and yeah, a half, dude. baby. Podcasting. We pay paying money. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. We got to pay time and a half. That's the thing. Uh-oh. That's the problem. We owe That's cloud. why this is a short episode today. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Stephen, on a uh, an episode, I, I think it was like a few months back mm. when we had Tilly on mm. for the second time. You had mentioned on that episode. Uh, we were talking about like men's clothing and you had mentioned that you like the color navy, oh, the navy yeah, blue. Absolutely. Is this is this an accurate statement? I don't want to misquote totally, you. Totally. All the time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I believe you may have even said that that's your favorite color. I think it is at this point. Yeah. Steven, this is such an interesting turn of events. Oh, wow. What could it possibly okay. be? Okay. So for uh newer listeners going back to the very beginning of the show steven and i discussed our favorite colors at the time yours was green mine was purple and on our show script back when we had a show script 
oh, it, that's we right. would color coordinate uh-huh. uh, different things with either green or purple as to who says what or whatever, um, just to give us like a starting mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. And now it's just pure chaos. People get that. Right. But back then, two totally different colors. But now you're a Navy boy. I, you're a military man. Did I say green at the time? Was it in an episode? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. That's an interesting yeah. thing. Maybe it was my favorite at that time. I'll accept that. Hell yeah, dude. Hey. Hell yeah, bro. Um, but at the time, you know, mine was uh, mine was purple. Right. And it has been until very recently <gasps> where I've truly fallen in love with the color cyan. So, oh. uh, which is a different shade of blue. So, Indeed. Stephen, you and I have independently come to this realization. We're a bunch of blue boys. Oh, my here. gosh. Oh, my god. I didn't even realize. Could have imagined. Uh, who would have known? Right. You know, I haven't read the paper in a while or ever. So, <laughs> shocking turn of events. I know, right? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, I I love this because I feel like um, you know you've been getting more fashionable. I could say. And uh, thank you. I feel like um, it's uh, the nipple tassels, isn't oh it? Oh my god! It's nobody has them like yours. You know, a lot of people think they're light switches, and I just let them come up and tug them. That's fine. <laughs> That's harmless. You can make, milk anything with light switches. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I have tassels. Can you milk me? <laughs> but uh, Amanda, my wife, would love for me to dress better as well. And sometimes she buys me clothes to make me that Is way. Is this true? Is this a true mm-hmm. fact, Stephen? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't know this. Really? Th- that she I wants thought me she to was dress just... better? Yeah. This well, is shocking to me. She's she's cool with it. She understands that I have, uh, I have like I feel like I have sensory issues. I have uh, mm-hmm. certain textures or, or um, clothing styles or whatever. Like, for instance, mm-hmm. we're going on vacation soon. She bought me some stuff. And uh, one of them is it's it might be hot in Italy because it's been hot everywhere, right, this summer. Mm-hmm. And, um, and even in September, we're not sure. So she bought me like a, a, I guess it was like a linen shirt. And years ago for a wedding, she bought me a linen shirt for like a beach wedding mm-hmm. we went to. And uh, I hated it. I hated it. It, it just didn't feel right. She bought me this mm-hmm. shirt. She really loved it. And she was so excited to watch me put it on. And I put it on <laughs> and immediately I was like, it's like a burlap sack. <laughs> I don't like it. It was so itchy and gross. But yeah, she, she tries. Awesome. She's cool with me but like we talked we discussed recently i have like just like some standard nike like black shoes that i like i wear them for work Mm -hmm. um i i've said in the podcast before i don't really like wearing like closed toed shoes generally but if they're comfortable Mm -hmm. enough i like them and i was like oh there are better looking sneakers that are just like plain colors with like white bases or whatever and so she's looking for some of those for me uh just like to dress it up a little bit you know Mm -hmm. uh i used to wear like carpenter jeans because all the pockets. <laughs> she got me rid of well, those. Well, you love Jesus know? at the time. Oh, I, actually, you're not wrong. That, that just did coincide. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, they would have like a hammer belt or like a hammer loop. I use uh-huh. that. People, people are like for a crucifix. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the time I was a vampire hunter. I thought it was just in case you spontaneously felt like remaking the uh, art piece, Piss Christ. You had the crucifix. You just need a bucket to piss in. Yeah. You know, anytime, you spike it in there. Yeah. Anytime you need it, you got all the things you need. Uh, a lot of pockets. <laughs> that's that's what it's for. But uh, she got me yeah. to wear like, you know, nicer jeans, straight leg and and even tapered. Now I wear a tapered leg sometimes jeans. So. Not, oh, my God. Oh, I know. Um, so, yeah, she's she's dressed me up a little bit. But uh, I was going to mm. say that next time we are next to each other. Uh, mm-hmm. If I was wearing my dark navy stuff and you're wearing your cyan stuff, I, I think we could uh-huh. be a good pair. I think so. I think this mm-hmm. can work. I think this partnership is bearing fruit, and right. I'm just happy to be on board with you, you know? Me too, man. Absolutely. This is wonderful. This is wonderful. <laughs> well, tell you what. Let's go ahead and sync with Blue Boys on three. <laughs> and it, it makes us sound like we've been edging <laughs> for the, <laughs> the entire time we've been doing I this podcast. Been, which honestly, has it, it, we ain't wrong there, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. 
As soon as one of these nipple tassels falls off me, I'm just going to, oh, God. That's going to be it for me. White might be my new favorite color. You know what I'm saying? All right, so Blue oh, Boys. Enjoy your breakfast, listener. Yeah. All right, so let's sync with Blue Boys on three. Okay. One, two, three. Blue, Blue Boys. Boys. Hell yeah, dude. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. Was that cum or a fart? You be the judge. Did I don't cum or fart? <laughs> Actually, be a good show, like a good, like a Japanese show. Not not come or fart necessarily, but like, you know, like here's a sound effect. Try to decide, and they give you some options. It's not you're, it's not just blind, but uh, yeah. you know, you have to decide what between two things what you think it was. That'd be kind of fun. That would be fun. I'd yeah. watch that show. I'd is listen this, to that show. This is this the end of the outtakes or the beginning of the show? Who knows? I can't man. tell. Who knows? <laughs> is it both? <laughs> <laughs>